Make a check in your room and then put it in your wallet. <laughs> Welcome to the Unknown Truth Seeker Podcast, episode one. Let's go. So, I don't even remember what were we talking. We we were talking about so much stuff before <laughs> this episode even started. So we 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 had a lot going on. So I kind of kind of want to just I have the points here, but let's just pop off from where we were going off. It's my faith is not connected to an institution. Nope, it is not. It is not connected to an institution. It should not be connected to an institution. Your faith should be connected to you, yes, you and God and Jesus. That's it. You know that's so strange, man. Mm. That like, well, not strange, but it's obviously something that we like we've noticed. Like people who are like so, like in that realm of like. Oh no! I, this is the thing that's that's gonna get me saved. This is the thing that's gonna get to where I gotta go. Oh, I gotta go in this place to do that. This place to do this. So like, you, like you're limiting yourself. It's it's crazy how limiting that is. Like, don't you feel like you're you're just like powerless to your own faith, and your faith is literally in the in the hands of other people? Pretty much, yeah. You give your own power away to. You definitely give away your own power because now it's like you have to follow a certain constraint and structure of what is expected by you through that ministry because every ministry operates differently. Right, man. And the thing is, based on the ministry that you go to, there's a set of rules that you have to follow for you to fit into that community. So, what happens when you can't find a community to fit into? Are you still a believer? Are you still a Christian? Just because I can't find a church where I belong to, because at the end of the day, it's still a community. You have to acknowledge the fact that it's a community and you still have to deal with people. You still have to deal with the human side of people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Facts. And it's very unpleasant yeah. to just have the experience of, waking up going straight to church kind of swerving everybody in the congregation because these aren't even people that just naturally you you blend with you mesh with you're just like i i don't even like you as a person (laughs) you know sitting there taking the message and then just getting up and leaving like who wants to experience that you just rather just be at home open up the word and go from there and take it from there yeah and i I would say that's probably like more important than you because it's it, it's always the case right like when you start putting all that focus on like oh well I have to go to church and do that I have to go to church and do this is like this is how I'm helping people this is how I'm helping right and and it's like hey I understand that you're really looking for something that you could say like hey with this that I'm doing it is giving me purpose and I feel like that I am helping my surroundings right like i'm helping the people around me they're they're being better through the things that i do through the work that i'm providing and all that stuff to the efforts that i'm putting down but then you realize that like who you've been helping all along isn't even people but it's actually the institution that 
is harboring people. That's what's breaking a lot of people yeah. right now. That's what's making especially a lot of like black women specifically go Yo. into witchcraft. A lot. a lot of them, they were like, I used to be a worship leader for years and I was in the choir and I used to travel and uh, yeah, it didn't work out. The pastor abused his power, kept, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I have to do things by his book. Yep. Because I, I just want to know half of the things that you're requesting of me, that you're asking of me. Can you match that up with scripture? Yeah. Within context. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's not even like, can you match that up within scripture within context? And it's also the case of like, hey, man, you're my shepherd. Are you? looking out for my best interest right now or are you looking out for your best, best interest? interest are you trying to pull out a gift that's inside of me that i don't even understand the full potential the potentiality of it mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you understand something that i don't, don't. Mm-hmm. and you're using that to your advantage to extract extract a gift from me it's literally like a parent with a child star you know what? Because, you know, sometimes that child is, really wants to be involved and so on and so forth. Because we do have kids that they're, they're totally into it. They love it. And their parents are supporting them. Mm-hmm. But then we have the tyrannical ones. Or we just have some that just ex- ex- exploiting them. Because now at yeah. this point, if this child doesn't perform, I can't pay my mortgage. Because my mortgage now depends on this child. My tithes and offering to keep this building up depends on this specific church member mm-hmm. so now you you get some church members getting s- certain praises yeah they're getting elevated and they, and they, they get that worship. first class treatment yeah that's right that first class treatment that like oh i'm on an airplane i'm getting first class this ain't <laughs> business oh it's first and dude it's it's just the the fact that churches do that in general I'm I'm not going to say pastors, I'm not going to say leaders, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to say the church, the institution, the building. Mm. Right? Because because it's a man-made human thing, whatever institution there that man makes, there's a cog in it that just won't work well. Right? So it's like I don't know where that is cuz I'm sure each church is different. Yeah. Right? Cuz I'm sure like at that church you know what? Pastor's a great guy, great leader. Everybody's doing good, but there's a there's a church member in there that's just a problem. That's just causing issues. It's just like that person just doesn't want to, you know, stop behaving badly towards other people. Let's say, or you know, they they always have like a a, um, a chip on their shoulders. You know, like mm. they're you know they're just they're always looking for a problem. Something like that. You know, there's always, there's always people like that, right? Always looking for issues or some something's going on. I don't know. But and but sometimes it's the pastor. You're like, oh, what is he talking about? What is he doing? Why is he saying these things? Like, why is he behaving that way? It's like, what why is he spitting in his hand and putting the spit on somebody's eye? I'm just saying, oh, man. It's quite it, it's questionable because you know Yo, what you man. understand the intentions, but it's just like you don't need to do all that. You don't need to do all that. You don't, and and it's like, dude, bro, like, was that really necessary? Like, not not pointing fingers, but 
when you're pointing extremely a finger, passionate about what you're doing, when you wholeheartedly believe in it, it's just like it it kind of it kind of takes over you and you live for this thing alone and you just want to let the world know. And at times we we can take this to extremes and unfortunately I think that was the moment where we we caught somebody's extreme live on the internet because yeah. we all have our extreme moments. Yeah. And like that's the dangerous part about the internet. Yeah, but I'm I'm not talking uh, about necessarily that's a good point though by the way but it's like yeah you you have to be careful and you don't go to the extreme but you also have to have the intention in mind of are the things that i'm doing as a leader of as a shepherd leading these people astray or am i really trying to so now it, it, it just comes down to churches in general that's what i'm saying churches not like specific people because mm-hmm. it's like i don't know who who's the issue in that church i don't go there but i'm sure from like there's a lot of people that would say like well that person's the issue or this person's the issue or this person's the issue or this person's the issue like we're all gonna start pointing fingers at a bunch of different people right because everybody bothers us in a bunch of different ways so for me I think altogether the institution is just corrupt. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's like church. It's like it's the way that system is run. That won't work. It won't work. And and the and I, and I'm not saying like oh I I hate church I'll, I'll never go to church. It's like no I I would love to to I would love to go to a community of people that believe in the same things that I do that believe that you know jesus is lord that he has died risen on the third day and that he has brought down the holy spirit and given us the opportunity to like actually encounter and meet the father i believe in that does that require me to be in a building uh several times during the week for services that are unrelated to my actual pursuit with christ I don't know. Because the veil was torn. <laughs> like, I don't need the, veil the building was anymore. Torn. Like, no. the Lord does no longer dwell in the church. He dwells in the person. So, I don't need this building. Like, I would love to go to a community of people I can actually, like, kick it with. And, and you know, everybody's good. Everybody's helpful. Everybody's loving and kind. But when every time I go to a church, that's not the case right they're like people aren't like that they have clicks they have groups they have you know it's all segmented right like and we have the holier than thou and right and then the extraordinarily religious and then what do you do right it's either you walk like them and talk like them or you don't be with them at all and for some people I don't want to be with them at all. <laughs> like it's funny too, because even like on uh, TikTok and stuff, like mm-hmm. you see some uh, content creators, they're like, "Well, if you go to this kind of church, this is the way how you dress. You go to this kind of church, right. this is the way how you dress." Right. And um, it's funny because there's so much truth to it. So what happens when you don't fit into any of these things? Mm-hmm. Where do you go now? Mm-hmm. What happens if you're a misfits of the misfits? Where do you belong? Because we are in this world, but we are not of this world, so we're misfits. But then what happens well, when you go somewhere where you guys, all the misfits 
are supposed to belong, but then you don't even belong up. So you're a misfit of a, of a misfit. I, it, it's not a fun feeling at all. No, because it's like it's not that I don't want to do the things you do. It's just that why do you have to behave like that to do the things that you do? Right? Because it's like and and it's also the fact of like I'm sure that I don't. Okay, well, people might get angry, but honestly, I don't really care. <laughs> but I'm sure it's not important for me to do a three-hour service twice. That was my childhood. But a uh, three-hour service twice on the weekend to prove that I'm a believer in Christ. Yes, that if I do not give three hours of my Sunday, then I'm going to hell. Like, But yet... My neighbor, who lives three doors down from me, cannot stand me and thinks I'm the biggest hypocrite of life. And the funny part is, well, it's not funny. The ironic part is, is this very same neighbor just lost their wife, can't even confine in me. Uh, perhaps they, they have some, some sort of health problem, can't even come and seek prayer and healing from somebody who's a supposed follower of jesus so it's just like wait what yeah so who are you a believer to how 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 do your neighbors view you how do your coworkers view you are you somebody that they can come and confide in mm -hmm. because nowadays being called a christian comes with a lot of backlash yeah, that whole title in general. It, it, it comes it with a lot of some, it, It's embarrassing because sometimes I'm like, oh, crap. Well, the heck did I do this? Uh, yeah. Yes, I'm a Christian, but I, I, I'm not like the Christians you think that I, I am. You know what I mean? I've had friends go through certain situations and not open up to me about it because they're like, oh, well, I know you're a Christian, so you're probably... No, I wasn't going to judge you for it, honey. I've done it to myself, actually, just to let you know. Let me share a piece of my testimony. And then the person... And, oh, wow, you're so different in comparison to other Christians. And it's just like, well, what's Why going on? That? Why is that? Why, Why is it that my behavior is considered different from what the people with the same title that I have like it's not the norm for them it's like oh, hey you're different than the ones that i've met where's the, the fact love, that man? that's something where's that people say in general is like hey i like you you're not like the other christians i know the fact that you hear lines like that is just go like yo guys what are y'all doing what are we doing what's going on like guys like you can't we gotta like get it together because people in the world they can't look up to us. us we're not people they can look up to they they think we're fools and i get it we look like them we look like fools like it's either we stoop down to the same level as the world but not once have i seen a lot of people step up it's a beautiful thing when you do see it yeah it is because when you see the ones who step up it's like wow man like you look excellent right now you really look a, a a notch above the rest not because like um you know like oh you're so great and everything but it's like you're actually about it 
it, you don't really see much of that nowadays. You you see performances. Yeah. Lots lot of, of performances. Shows. Yeah. Lots of tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, a lot of condemnation, judging, a lot of holier than thou, but where's the love? Yeah, man. Where's. There's not a lot of love in churches right now, and I think that's that's a big problem. It's it's heartbreaking that a lot of people who are marginalized don't feel comfortable to come into church. Which is the place that marginalized people in the past is where they went, right? Like, dude, like, well, maybe well, not well, where when they Christ went, but came, like, when Jesus was alive, that's who Jesus went to go see. He was talking to everybody that was marshal everybody, everybody that was taboo to speak to he Yo, went for all of those matter. people it didn't matter it didn't matter and that's the whole point the whole point was for us to not be judgmental towards other people despite our differences right and still be loving kind and and, and be helpful right but no now as well christians by the way i'm what is this doing called the parentheses again? Yeah. where you're like doing the two fingers up and yeah. down like quotation because. marks or whatever uh, yeah yeah nowadays it's kind of like no i don't want to i'm not gonna deny christ in front of men so he can deny me in front of the father but i, no, I, I don't want that. like nowadays I, i'm like i don't even want to i don't want to be i don't even be associated with yeah. christians i don't want to be even though i do believe that jesus is the only way yeah exactly so it, it's very frustrating yeah, that I do believe that Jesus is the only way I, to the Father, but I do not want to call myself a Christian. I don't want to be associated with these people. I don't. I don't. And let's be real here. It's not like we're like, oh, we're better. No, you know, like we. No, it's none of that. It's because just like it. Too often have we've gone through our lives and people who are called Christians look at us and, and essentially their behaviors towards us, fellow Christians, they're not that nice. They're not, they're not actually that happy. They're not, they're not loving. They're not kind. And they're actually quite rude and arrogant. And it's like, well, I thought we were both following Christ. Like, why are you treating me that way? Like, are, am I not like a fellow brother? Like, am I not a, a like, and are we not partners in this game? Like, perhaps, if you're not with us, you're much more us. righteous than, than than you are, or something like that, right? Even though we're all saved by grace, like, <laughs> and that's another thing, right? We've the people, like the people who, who do like the most <laughs> to like prove how about it they are, how how Christian they are, how, how like about the walk they're about, right? But they, they're doing the most. And it's funny too because it's like it's so clear in the Bible. It says it, man. It's like, dude, it's not, it's not about what you do. You don't do anything. God just offers it to you, and then it's for you to choose to take it or not. You, those works, it's just bonus. That's just stuff you you choose to do. So what do you want to do to 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 like promote me, promote God? Let's say, right? Like, well, not let's say, but promote God. Right, like, what do you choose to do? And it's like you're you're just there, and you're just pretty much showboating and just showing off. Not showing off, but showboating. You're making a show and a presentation. It's just lights, cameras, and all that stuff. And and it's like 
hey man, I'm not in your shoes. I, I didn't get the opportunity to be on that platform and on that stage and, and, and do the things that you do. But it's the fact that you are on that platform, you have that opportunity, but what you choose to do is not what you should be doing. And that's what I'm like, why are you up there? Right? It's like people put them up there. Right. Because people like, well, you know, as it says in the Bible again, right? Like people will start being uh, placed. Itchy ears. Let me bring up the scripture. Exactly. Itchy ears. They'll only listen to preachers that promote the things that they believe. Right. So it's like. Folks who are really trying to be like genuinely and seriously about it to the point and and they're and they're about it but they're also low-key because they're not seeking fame they're not seeking glory they're not seeking to be in the spotlight they're not seeking to be hey look at me look at all the great things i've done or look at all the great things that god has done through me Uh, right they're not doing any of that it's just like hey man like i'm just like I'm just like diligently pursuing Christ and every day I try to help as much as I can those who who I can help right anyways so to second Timothy 4 this is the verse we're talking about it's uh you're going to find that there will be times when people will have no stomach for solid teaching but will fill up on spiritual junk food catchy opinions that tickle their fancy they'll turn their backs on truth and chase mirages but you keep your eye on what you're doing accept the hard times along with the good times keep the message alive do a thorough job as god's servant that's the message version by the way guys yes we are going to be reading from different versions we're not just going to be reading from king james or uh niv or es but there's just so many of them and i think it's it's really nice to just explore what every version says yeah because they all say things different yeah they all say it differently differently. but they all say the same thing yeah yeah. And it's the fact that they're saying the same thing differently helps a lot for you to just understand it better and all that stuff. Because, hey, man, we're human. We all learn things differently. Yeah. So you got to read different books. That's just <laughs> that's how it works, yo. Uh, so, boom, right there in that scripture, man. Like, people, they're just itchy for, for, they're not looking for the truth. They're not looking for sound teachings. They're not looking for guidance or advice. They just want to do what they want to do. It's all about me, 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 me. It's very me culture. It's very selfish culture right now. It's a very narcissistic culture. Bad, man. Hard. Bad. Bad. And that's just wild, man. Like, when you're no longer being careful. Mm. you just don't care about people anymore so the type of stuff that you're willing to do i mean we can already tell the things we see on tiktok oh man tiktok they're just tiktok is just something guys when tiktok came out i never downloaded it i saw that i saw the the I, I try not to, it. but it's okay. You know, with COVID and everything, eventually. Oh, dude, you got to do something to keep it. Oh, your, man. Dude. Especially it, here in Canada. Everything is cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're here in Canada, so uh, I think you can understand. <laughs> oh, guys, 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 guys. So, Canada. 
which is where we live, what they decided to do when COVID-19 came is pretty much shut down the whole country for how many months? Like eight months, I think. And then reopen it up for like a couple months and then shut it down again. And We've been locking down since COVID started, since March, March 2020. of 2020. We've just been on a lockdown. And then on top of that, to put the cherry on top of it all, as of 2021, we moved to Quebec. So now we there are times where we get forbidden to go outside at a certain time. Because we have a curfew here for grown adults. Um, that uh, if you are outside at a certain hour of the day, we can fine you up to $5,000. What? Anyways, but yeah. That's besides the point. It is what it is at this point. Hey, man, I don't get to pick where I live. God just put me there. Yeah, so now we're trying to... <laughs> Lord, help us to get out of this Lord, place. You, you put me here. Help me, help me get out. Yeah, our parents chose. Yeah, and we're definitely grateful for that. But uh, hey, man, honestly, time to go. <laughs> true, I I can talk a lot of ish about Canada, about like how cold it is, um, uh, Quebec specifically because of the roads are super weird. Um, how honestly, people are way too darn nice here. Uh, not to say that they should be mean, but they're way too accepting. They're they're way people too are very authentic here. They're not authentic. They're, they're not very authentic. Not it's, really. it's a lot it's, of. It's, if somebody doesn't like you, you you may never know. Uh, yeah. You may never know. They will just smile at you the entire time, and as soon as you leave, like it's it's very scary how yeah. quick. Yeah. How quick that like the the switch up happens. So it is true. Canada is known as being very nice. Look, guys, we're not nice. We're fake. Let's just be real about it. Yeah. <laughs> we're not nice. We just don't want to show you that we don't like you at all, and we prefer you being elsewhere while we are around, playing our hockey, drinking our beers, and drinking up our maple syrup with bacon. Or yeah, because whatever. maple syrup and bacon, if you don't know that, is actually really good. It's actually really good. It's actually really good. Like. Even on a donut. Yeah, it's actually really good. I tried it. I was like, why? Why would this combination taste so... Because bacon's like really salty, um, but maple syrup's super sweet, but it, it it works. It works. They found the perfect blend. The Canadian blend. Canadian <laughs> blend. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Canada's wild. If you think of moving to live here, I say don't because it gets colder than where you're from. I'm sure. So, <laughs> dude, dude, honestly, do your research. I would say we've 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 outgrown Canada. We're looking for something different, some some place warm. Yeah, we just <laughs> we need warmth. We need heat. We need. To, well, dude, man, it's not good for you to stay here for long, man. Seasonal is depression that, is real. Yo, that cold seasonal way depression. It, it is a very real thing, and the summers that we get here are they are just they don't atrocious. even make sense. No, they, see, you think, oh well, you know, Canada, it's up north, it's cold, all that stuff. Their summers not that hot. That's a lie. Our summers are not hot; they're humid, which means that there's little water everywhere. There's little to nowhere to breathe. <laughs> The water's everywhere and it's freaking hot. <laughs> like water's everywhere and it's hot. You can't breathe because it's in your lungs. I don't know. It's awful. So, um, yeah, like definitely like somewhere hot. I would love Caribbeans, man. You know, I, know. I keep saying Republic Dominican. You know, <laughs> I know. I think.
think that's where you're from. I'm pretty sure that's where you're from. I, we're going to do a DNA, DNA test to, on me for sure. It's for a hundred sure. bucks. For sure. It's a hundred bucks. And then we can do one. And figure it out. Because I, I would like to know. Where are my ancestors from? Why are you made of? <laughs> who made you? <laughs> auntie. <laughs> who, made, who made you, auntie? <laughs> um... Oh, that's mad funny. Boom. So, looks and why it matters. Why are looks so important to us human beings? Why is us staring at humans the first thing we notice? And their looks. And we judge them based on how they look. And we do not try to understand people and whatsoever. You know what's funny? I dislike a lot of people who judge homeless people. It's yeah. not, look, yes, a certain aspect could be their fault. Maybe that's why they're homeless. But sometimes it's just like, dude, they're human, man. They went through a rough patch just like you. Their patch was just so darn rough, they landed up there. I'm sure that's not where they want to be. And then the, it's, the, it's the whole, it, like, go know? get a job. And it's just like, well, how can they? Yeah. How are they going to get dressed? How are they going to get cleaned up for the job? And exactly. then if even if they do look somewhat presentable for the job, how will the employer contact them? And then they may need a bank account as well. And you need an address to have a bank account. Yeah. And that's the thing, especially in the Western part of the country. If you don't have a house and you can't have a house, you don't have money and you can't have money if you don't work and you can't work if you're homeless. So... <laughs> Uh, you know, it always starts like you you start doing stuff under the table. Mm. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there's a lot of under, but that's the thing. Not like being here in Quebec, there's not that many under the table jobs. I would say more or less like in Toronto, you find more. Dude, yeah. unless we're like trying to sell drugs here or something like that. Yeah, but thanks, yeah. no, if you want to do something, you know, that's not going to legally get you in trouble. Yeah. Like true. jail time legally true, true, speaking. True, true. There's 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 not mm. Yeah, fair enough. No, that's true, that's true. That's true. But it, it's just it's it's the fact that a lot of homeless people wouldn't feel comfortable stepping into the church. Sitting mm. beside the church mama that has a hundred dollar hat. That's another thing that uh one of the experiences that I've had when I went into a church um the church was very fly it's very a lot of young people a lot of young folks in college universities stuff like that and they dress very very nice uh it's not on a sunday uh and i'm telling you man the way how people are dressed it's so fly it's so nice like they're so they brought out all the drip all the swag all the ice look like a hundred the chanel yeah they dress so nice i'm jealous I'm I am jealous because it's like I don't have money to dress like that, but I wish I could, but I don't. And it feels like because I'm underdressed, because I look so like not part of the crowd, that I like you could easily point me out and be like, okay, yeah, here's a odd one out, mm. right? And it sucks the fact that because I'm in a church, because I'm in a building that. I don't dress like the rest of the community here. I cannot be part of the community or or accepted by them. And it's just like, really, man? Like, I just put different clothes on. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Because you get you get judged a lot based on how you look. 
so it's so man like homeless folks the fact that they can't even walk into church honestly the the main reason they can't walk into church is how they is how they look yeah if they look different it'd be fine and that's dumb <laughs> like and that's a silly reason to why you don't let people inside a place which is supposed to be accommodating to all right like dude like he's just dressed different right but how many times people saw a pastor do the sermon of oh he's dressed as a homeless person and he couldn't get inside and then oh he's called to preach and then he walks in and preaches and everybody's in shock and it's just like I'm not saying that the fact that they bother to do something like that is kind of silly. For me, it's really just the fact that, like, people already know. They just don't care. Like, a message like that. If you were to preach a message like that, people already know. They already know that you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. People know that. Like, that's just common. Of course. Because... Depending how you talk to this person, yeah, it'll, it'll be completely different than how you talk to this person based on how they look. But like, honestly, because that person, just because people know that, just because that's how that person looked, you don't know what he was doing before, right? I know. Am I just rambling my mouth at that point? <laughs> just annoyed i'm annoyed by people who judge people based on how they look i think it's silly out of all the ways to judge me really really not even you, by my character you didn't even you don't even know who i am i know you didn't even hear me speak you you just know how i look and boom delisted i guess I what's the just the perplexing thing is that how christians do not have the reputation of not looking at people like that christians have the reputation of judging people yeah of looking down upon people of acting like they are better than others this is the reputation this is the stereotype that's really sad too man and then nowadays there's a new well for me this is new it could have been out there for years but you know, people make jokes like, oh, so are you an Old Testament Christian or a New Testament? Right. This is just, it's the categories, it's the labels, it's all of that. Love. Yo. Just be. Believe in Christ. Have a personal relationship with him. Read your word. Find time, meditate, allow the spirit to have an opportunity to speak to you. Don't be so busy, you know, give yourself five minutes in the morning and just sit, sit, read a scripture, read that and just stay still and sit and just think about the scripture. Yeah. And you'll be surprised with the amount of revelation that will just fly to you. Not only the amount of revelations that's going to fly to you, but the peace that you're going to have after you're done. Because not only are you going to learn 
things that you didn't know before in moments like those but just that that peace you're gonna have of just having a moment of just quiet where you just focus on you and god and you just sit oneness yeah that peace that you get from that honestly like i've even you've noticed i've been doing it every morning for two weeks now two three weeks now i think you've been doing it for actually about a month and a half oh wow look at that yeah about a month and a half every morning you wake up and you have a moment yeah it's just quiet and i'm just silent and it's just relaxed and 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 it's it's early in the morning too there's there's no apart from cars driving in the morning to go to work but it's not it's just peaceful man Mm -hmm. and and you know what's the craziest part i don't think enough people get to experience a peace like that yeah often because you know like we keep our days so busy and oh after work i have to do this and i have to do that and i have to do that or i'm just going home and i'm doing this i'm watching shows i'm watching tv i'm on netflix i'm or, or I'm working on a business, or I'm, with, I'm hanging out with friends, or like we're always doing something, but we we don't take a moment to just take an hour and just like quiet. Put your phone away. Put your phone down. Put it on silent. Put that thing on silent and put just... it on silent and finally charge it because they keep dying at work. <laughs> <laughs> and then just just go back to your living room and 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 sit down sit down and have a moment and that's the thing you know everybody's life is very busy very different very chaotic you know what if you i think one of the best places where you can have silence and peace is the bathroom agreed i and i can i say i agree to this wholeheartedly because i am from a family of seven we're seven people in total trust me the bathroom is the most peaceful place in there Nobody bothers so you. So no excuses. Nobody bothers you. No Nobody excuses. Excuse. And and you think it's like, oh, but why would I do that in the bathroom out of all places? Like, hey, buddy, like all we're asking you to do is to sit down. Sit. We're not asking you to run a marathon. No, just sit, sit down. and have a moment just where you're not focusing on, on your problems or work or your worries or what you have to do in a couple minutes or what you you're gonna make yourself to eat or the things that you haven't done yet or stop ground yourself stop yeah ground yourself ground yourself and anchor yourself in the word that's right and then you realize that just just the the moment you took to not worry about all the things you usually worry about will make yourself realize that, huh, I get to pick and choose what I worry about. Yeah, you do. You don't need to worry about everything. Relax. It's not all that deep, you know? And, and it's, I, and it's difficult, man. Cause it's like, you know how life can be, right? Things can just happen and then it, it can flip your whole world like a whole 180 right or you know like when just a lot of small like iterate like things that like that annoy you happen throughout the day like it kind of just like what the frig is going on today 
Like, I keep running into like small things that keep bothering me all the time. Like, what's going on? But is it's it's you realizing that it's like, hey man, like it's fine. Don't worry about it. Things just happen sometimes, right? Because it's like you can't control it when things happen to you. Control how you react, though. Yeah, you can control how you react and just being in that state of just gratitude. Yeah, and geez. just really acknowledging that hey, if this is out of my control, then I let it go. This is where you let go when you let God. Yeah, it's out of my control. Here you go, Father. Pretty much, let go, let God. That's always fun, right? Like, when you finally realize that there was a thing in your life that was just bothering you, not not bothering you, but it's, it's just been such a stronghold on your life. And then when you finally break it off and, and you can, and, and, and that, that's all cleared out and you can finally see through it. You can see past it. Like that's such a nice feeling, man. Oh yeah. Of finally being liberated from the thing that's been like causing you all that pain. It's freedom. Oh, yeah, man. That's what I think that's what freedom is. Freedom is is really just like not having to constantly deal with worry. And it's funny too because freedom is so easily accessible. It's it's openly given out to everybody. But yet like not a lot of people grab it. And I get that's it. A, that's a toughie, right? It's a toughie yeah. because it, it depends like freedom from what? Like, you, you're talking about mental freedom, spiritual exactly. freedom, because, you know, like in certain countries, for some people, there is no freedom. But that's what's hard, though. That's what's difficult. It's because it's every freedom. The definition of freedom is different for each people because everybody's dealing with something different. Everybody's struggling with something else. Right. And. But then obviously. The only freedom I can give you is one that Jesus offers, right? I can't offer you any other freedom than that. But honestly, that's the only freedom you need, man. Because it's like... If you're the type of person who is dealing with an issue but also doesn't want to continue to deal with said issue and goes to talk to people educate yourself and learn more to not deal with it anymore and then still your situation doesn't change then it's it's not it's not you that can change the situation that it's you that has to change so the situation doesn't affect you anymore yes right it it, like you can't control the event but you can control yourself yeah right and 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 I'm, that's what I mean by like, hey, that's the freedom I can offer because th- that's what that is, right? Like that's that's what a sense of the freedom that Jesus offers. It's like, hey, man, like 
believe in me because if you believe in me everything is gonna go okay with you even when things are going bad because i promised you that things will be okay in the end i promise you eternal life i promise you salvation i promise you all these things i promise you that if you believe in that and only that you don't have to worry about all of this it doesn't matter anymore right and that's that freedom that's that sense of like <sighs> wow all the expectations that i had on my, for myself as i lived on planet earth it doesn't matter huh all the things that I believe that I need to achieve to be great, to be amazing, to have, to not deal with that problem, to not have this worry. I don't have to bust my brain about that no more. No. I can sit back, chill and relax and just enjoy my time. Why? Because it's like, because I know that my God to told me that he'll take care of me that even when things are hard i don't have to stress to make it better i don't have to do anything he'll make it better for me i just have to relax and see what i can do for myself i just have to relax and look at myself and be like how can i change in this situation so it doesn't affect me anymore. Not me change the situation so I don't go through that no more. That's, unless you are the thing that caused the issue, sure. But if you didn't cause the issue and it just happened, then you can't control it. Get out of there. Get out of that bubble of you trying to control that. Like it's it's out of your own example. COVID-19. <laughs> you can't control it. No, Stop trying to. Stop trying to dim the numbers. Stop trying to... St stop trying... Oh, well, we're trying to make sure that there's not a lot of infections. Stop. You... you Look, you can't even see it. <laughs> and you're telling me you're trying to direct it? Are you crazy? They're trying to stop the spread, curve the spread, whatever it is. I'm not sure, but here Dude, in Canada, it's not working. It's not working because the not, only... It's, it's been two years. The only we need to way try something new. we know where COVID came from, it's because somebody's been infected and we had to backtrack. This is the only way we know because we can't... We don't know where it's coming from. We... we the. It's in the air for crying out. It's just like I'm trying to put that emphasis in people's mind that like, hey, man, this is so out of your touch. This is so out of your realm of control that the fact that you're bothering to try is exhausting to watch. And it's really annoying because you're screwing up my ear. <laughs> <laughs> like, could you stop? We've two years like you're screwing up you screwed up two years of my life because you don't know what to do 
Some of course, you don't, don't even know what it looks like to go outside. Like, you, like in the sense of like when when a child goes outside, it's like they're used to seeing people with masks. Yeah, they're not used to not being outside and not seeing people without masks. It's such That's a norm weird. now to the point where um, a lot of um, les animes, how do you say that? Like drawings for kids and stuff, they yeah. include the masks now. Cartoons, yeah. Yeah, the cartoons. There they you put go. Masks on. Uh, yeah. Because it's that normal. It's that normalized, yeah. That's crazy, man, to me. <clears throat> so, all that to say that honestly, if you want freedom, go find jesus because he'll he'll give you that freedom because because of the promise that he gives he allows you to no longer worry and if your mind isn't the thing that traps you the most then i don't know what is because your own brain traps you more than anything else oh the prison that you make in your mind the mental prisons you make oh the prisons that you make that you create oh lord yeah they're and sometimes very complicated depending how traumatic the event that created the prison is like some of us are out here trying to prison break our own minds yo and it's hard yo and it's hard doing that without help oh yeah and it's hard doing that and the, the, the worst part i would say is achieving to do it realizing that there was help that you can get that you never knew was there i think that sucks that when you you've managed to deal with it on your own you found a solution for yourself when that works for you and then you look back at the situation and then you realize there were multiple moments where people had the opportunity to help you but chose not to and then you're passed through and you're done you're like wow why weren't you there when you were supposed to help me and i know this this story the way i say it it hits a little home specifically for somebody here but (laughs) i'm saying it that way because i i think it's common that a lot of people get left down by people that a lot of people made promises that they did not keep up that they did not held up to and you know what it sucks and all that stuff but Here's another thing that Jesus provides you freedom in as well. People. You can't you put your trust and your faith in people. Cursed is he that puts his trust in man. Well, scripture. <laughs> it's great. And that's that's a principle. You have to that's guard your heart guard your heart you man. gotta you got, you, you gotta guard your heart it doesn't mean that nobody's gonna be there to help you out but exactly but you don't be, be totally broken when nobody does come and help exactly right and just know that there is somebody that is always by your side that is always by your corner that will help you mm-hmm. that will give you what you need mm-hmm. so you can get through and pass through this process mm-hmm. It's just that it can be quite unpleasant when you expected that to be a human being. Yeah. And they failed you. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not, you know, being too cynical and being like, oh, no, you can never trust people. No, I'm not saying that. It's but the, yeah, of course. It's not. just if you're going to expect help from anyone, expect it from the Lord. 
and he's going to send the right people. people. Exactly. And when those people, if they choose to continue to stay with you as you're going through the process and you need that help, then they're going to stay. But if it's time for them to go, then it's time for them to go and let them go in grace, even if they don't leave gracefully. Exactly. Exactly. You couldn't have said it better. Yeah. And just make peace with it. You know, you know, when you look at the story of Joseph, it's amazing to me how, you know, he has this gift to interpret dreams and it brought him to such a high position. And now, you know, the wife of the king, if I'm not mistaken, wants to sleep with him and he refused to do so, gets sent to jail. And now there's two people that are there. And they have dreams and they need interpretation. And instead for him to be angry and bitter and just be like, look at what these dreams have done to me. The first two dreams I had, my family got really upset. My brother sold me me off. (laughs) You know what I mean? My family rejected me. My dad got pissed at me because his his dad... uh got angry it's like oh what do you mean like who who do you think you are we're all gonna be bowing down to you they were they were not having it they they were not having it at all and instead for him to think that this is a curse this is no he he leaned on god and it's it's extremely commendable because i think that's a beautiful thing when you use your gift to serve others without expectation from others that if you're going to receive anything it's going to be from god and he interpreted the dreams and within due season was elevated well i i love the fact that what he did is he interpreted the dreams and what he said don't forget me when you're out of there yes don't forget me when you're out of there it's like don't forget what i've done for you because it's like it's that hope it's that opportunity that he just throws out there because i've helped you i hope that you don't forget me and help me out and then if you remember the story man he literally the the guy uh the the cup holder the cup bearer literally said it's like oh yes i almost forgot like it's like there's this guy in prison two years later right two three years later i think there's this guy in prison his name is joseph He's been there for years. <laughs> he can interpret your dream because he <laughs> interpreted mine. Can you go get him out of there? Obviously, we're paraphrasing, guys. Bear with us. It's just a story. And he goes and help him out. But it's like, dude, man, to get sold off by your family, accused of rape, thrown into jail for years, and then finally getting your just dessert years later you can only achieve something like that because of god right like because if you didn't if if you didn't have that willpower or and that confidence that you have that you know what i may not know what's going on i don't think i've done anything wrong but you know what god's in control and i know he's got a plan that's not easy for a lot of people to say in situations that they are in, right? Because oftentimes situations they feel overwhelming, right? This guy's dude. I'm pretty sure that's a pretty overwhelming he situation, didn't react. man. Oh, he, he did. I think he got pissed. 
at one point. He got a little bit angry after his brother got thrown off. I don't know. I have to retouch on the story, but it's probably in the animated movie when I watched it. <laughs> yeah. It's a cartoon. Guys, please don't crucify us for not knowing every single line. Yeah. Word by word, verse by verse. Yeah. Like we we read our scripture. Probably should read it more. Like, like everybody hey, like else. A, like everybody else. <laughs> we probably should read it more. Just catching a slip up. <laughs> you know. It's not really a slip up, no, because it's like sorry, I don't know the full details of all the stories in the Bible. Like I read other books. Oh well, you know, <laughs> some. Oh, oh <laughs> like, you know, God forbid you should read another book besides the Bible, right? So, I don't know if you've ever been part of a ministry like that. Yeah, where they're specific, you can only read the Christian Bible. content. Content, just Christian content only. Christian content is the only content appropriate for Christians, and uh, you can't read anything like else you can't, that's related. You can't go read no rich, rich dad, poor dad no. by Robert Kawasaki. Yeah, you cannot read books that help you financially, that help you mentally, that help you emotionally. No, oh, no self that, help. That no, no, no. You can't read self help. That is bad for you. Although, although I do, I do agree. The Bible does say self help is no help at all. Which is true. You trying to help yourself is no help at all. Trust in the Lord so he can guide you on what it is that you have to do. But when you're sitting there for hours and you're wondering what's wrong with you. And then you read that book and it liberated you and gave you a lot of peace. And that book just so happened to be sitting on the corner of your desk. You've been staring at it for months, but you never thought that would be the book that would help you. And it's not a Christian book. It was just a guy who was Christian, but he wrote about his past experience and how and what he had to do to get through it. But it's a type, but it's a book that's not that's a self-help book and it's not it's, it's in like a Christian. A, it, so it's like, so so don't, it's, don't put God in a box. Exactly. Don't don't limit the way exactly. how God can speak to you. He does what that he it's wants. It's like, no, this is wants, the only way like, um, you know, it's only with the staff that God is going to speak exactly. to us. So then they reject Samson. Yeah. Right. Like, it, it. that's not how it works. God does what he wants. Right. So you you just. You got to keep up with the times. You got to keep up with the times, man. Things happen. Things change. If you don't keep up, you will be left behind. And at the end of the day, you live in a dog eat dog world out there. If you're not cunning, if you are not smart, if you're not being diligent, you will get eaten by the wolves. Be as innocent as a dog, but as wise as a serpent. I'm not saying this out of the side of my neck. It's in the Bible. Go look it up. (laughs) Go look it up. It's in the book. Hey, man, be innocent as doves, but cunning as a serpent. Yo, if you don't move smart in this world, you're done. You're done. And if 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 you don't know how to move smart, then you're done. How do you not? If you do it, if you don't do your research, if you don't look up things, if you don't seek knowledge, seek wisdom, seek information, then how are you gonna make out? Make it out whatever you're struggling with you're gonna stay in there dude god is the giver of wisdom he gives it freely ask for it and i shall give it to you so you're there oh god i'm struggling with my issue give me the wisdom to go pass through it and then the book is right there on the side of your table i think (laughs) that's the issue right it's like 
it's people crazy. don't get it that god's not gonna do it for you but he will equip you to do it exactly it's like god i want a blueberry pie and it's like okay you know what i will bring you to a blueberry tree I'll send you a neighbor that has flour. Yeah. You know what I mean? All the ingredients, and it's for you to put the ingredients together. Exactly. It's for you to go through the process mm-hmm. of baking it and finally putting it mm-hmm. in the oven. Mm-hmm. Bam. And but you who know provided? It was God. And I think that's a great way a father should behave on a, on, on a day-to-day basis. It's really provide the things that I need, but let the child figure out how to do it. Or guide it as best as you can, right? Because it's like God provides the things that you need, but you have to put in some sweat, man. You have to do some work. You can't just sit there in faith and think that you don't need to do any work for things to happen. Like, I'm sorry, but no. (laughs) Well, that's where you get those situations with the spoiled kids or just kids that can't manage on their own Mm -hmm. at all because somebody has always done it for them. Mm -hmm. And now when they don't have somebody to do it, they they don't know how to be. Yeah, they don't know how to live, literally. And it's just like, as a parent, ideally, you want to prepare your child for the real world. Ideally. Yeah. So there, there are going to be some times where you're going to have to sit down and it's painful and just kind of watch them struggle. Let them try and figure it out. Let them get creative because you will not always be there. Now, that's not the case with the father. Yeah. But in terms of building strength, of building character, that's right. of seeing how far you can go. Mm-hmm. There are times where their silence is required. It's needed. It's necessary. That's in, right. And in, in relationships and marriage, it, mm-hmm. it sucks, but it's the tough times. It's those fights that really show you guys what, what your relationship is made out of. Yeah. Is it going to make it or break it? Did you guys grow from your last fight? Because the last right. fight, you know, maybe your husband used some profanity towards mm-hmm. you. Yeah. And at the end of that specific fight, mm-hmm. you guys had a conversation. And one thing that was included is like, hey, honey, moving forward, mm-hmm. you can't be calling me certain words. Now, the next time, do you guys have a fight? Did he change? Because see, that's the thing, man. People who go into relationships thinking that it's all going to be lovey-dovey and you're never going to go into get into a fight or have an argument. Or but you must like be that. delusional, not in your mind. That's not real. That's impossible. That's not true because... This is not a... Dis- your life is not a Disney movie. It's not, man. Like, you and whoever your partner is, is a human being, which he is dumb. A <laughs> like, flawed human being. Flawed. Top to bottom. He's going to do something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be a he or she but but ladies we we know where he's coming from like man man, and it's gonna piss you off but like try to understand that hey man maybe he just didn't do it intentionally he's trying to do it from a good-hearted place he just screwed up and you you gotta give grace you gotta give so much grace like mistakes happen people make mistakes all the time and sometimes some mistakes that people will make are going to piss you off so bad you want to shoot him but you can't grace lots of grace lots of grace 
and so this whole like, idea that people have they're like oh you know like you, like when you're in a relationship it's all fun and all that stuff and we go married, out, we go out to like, dinners every friday night like, and then on thursdays we do this and then on mondays we do that and it's just like okay when you live in the real world you don't have time for that because you gotta go crazy. and work i remember this is like um uh when i when i was with my ex she kept telling me all the time it's like oh well i want fridays to be like date night right um but i have to plan them i have to plan all of them but it's date night so it's like I never suggested the idea, but I have to plan them. And I'm like, I don't get it. It was like, do you want to do like a 50-50? So it's like, I plan She's allowing you to know the prerequisite of keeping her around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I obviously, I did not keep her around. Because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no. Um, but it's just like, that's just crazy to me, right? Like that, like... A prerequisite... There are prerequisites to keep you around. Right, like people create those. Is that a reasonable, reasonable? You know what? It it is important to still keep dating when you're married. It's 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 important. Yeah, but still have that dating vibe. It's all the more important to compromise. That hey, yeah, I want every Friday for it to be date night. You know what? On Thursday night, can we sit down and discuss what we can do? Yeah. Meet the person halfway because yeah. you're asking for it. Yeah. You're requesting it. Yeah. And it's it and yeah, it's understanding too that that the person it's not that the person doesn't want to. It's just like, well, it's your idea, so you have you clearly have something in mind. So what's up? And then we'll discuss it and then we'll see if it's an idea that's worth us doing. But it's like if you're just there, be like, Well, I expect you to do something now and you're just like, What? <laughs> like do what because <laughs> if i do the wrong thing it's not <laughs> oh that that's the worst because now you are planning the friday but then and in, in that person's mind they already had an idea the, of, of what they wanted exactly and now you didn't do what they wanted and now they're, they're going around in their mind and they're just like oh well maybe this isn't the person for me because if they really love me they would have known that i like rose petals and this and that in the month of june blue and purple blah, blah. and it's just like whoa 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, tell me yeah. what you want what do you want and honestly men whoever men who are listening to this I know that's the thing you are going to say a lot to your significant other and your partner. What do you want? What do you want? Because tell me what you want. And and it's it's such a silly question of how simple it is. But it's just like. If only you just like do say the things like that you actually want and you tell the guy like it's, it's so much easier from <laughs> what i've understood you just tell him from like well we're married yeah <laughs> disclosure disclosure yeah that wasn't known it's known now it's known now we're married we're mar- yeah we've been married for two months now yeah so um from what i've understood is that men operate in boxes yeah. And unless he was in the dating box where he was trying to plan something, make it nope. easy for him, help I mean. him get out of the box that he's in, escort him to the elevator, 
and let's go to like, you know the room that no, contains don't, don't make it sound stuff. so dramatic like i'm so, honestly like, you know, my some sort of like old men that needs sometimes to be like sometimes it is like that because for <laughs> uh, for okay i'm gonna speak for myself if other women can resonate with me that's great if they don't well i guess you don't okay i have an expectation and it's just like well i want it okay i want a day night i want it like this so on and so forth mm-hmm. But you've been spending two, three hours playing Xbox. Yeah. And now I'm telling you to plan up a date. Like, you're still in Xbox land. Yeah. So now it's kind of like it would help if I create the ambiance for you to get into the box of thinking of dating ideas. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're right? saying. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe as being a little bit of a jerk, the way I was going about it. But for me as a female, <laughs> that's how it feels. Because if I was talking to another woman, it's Dude. just so easy for us to do that switch. Right. Cause, right. Because we don't have boxes, man. Everything's connected for y'all. It's and and that's, and that's what I'm saying. Like I think it's cool, but it, you can't judge us because we can't do that, yo. But but it's not even about judging you. Not judging, but you know what I it's mean. It's about studying you. And I, yeah. I, I, I'm starting to study that, mm. hey, sometimes mm. I nice. want to have a certain conversation, but I got to kind of set set it up first. I yeah. got to set up the stage first and help you. Because, you know, sometimes we're, we're having conversations and then I jump from one box to this box to that box and you get a little lost. Mm. But then if I was talking to my girlfriend about it, she wouldn't get lost. Mm-hmm. And it's just understanding the differences between men and women. Yes, there is a difference. That's why guys, one is called the man and one is called the woman. Guys, st- study your partner. Take the time to study your partner. So I know if you've been spending three hours, you know, reading your mangas, I'm not just going to, you know what I mean? I'm going to like try and ease you into it yeah. and then start going off on it. Cause I just noticed that it, it's been more effective when I set the stage. Yeah. It's it, it much helps. more effective and it's, it's less like, of a headache because now I don't feel like I, I'm I'm it's a struggle conversation. I don't feel like I'm being forceful. Like it it flows so much more better because now you understand where I'm coming from because you're in a place to understand. Yeah. Cause the conversation's not as rough. Right? Cause you don't it's it's in the case of like when you're trying to catch somebody's attention, it, it it's like it the, all depends on how you do it, right? Like yes. you know, like you can wave your hand and be like, "Hey, look, notice me," right? <laughs> or, or you can start making noise or stuff like that. But like, if the way you're trying to catch that person's attention is essentially with the example that you're doing, you're saying right, like he's playing Xbox, but you're trying to provide him a a, a place where he's actually gonna accept or or. It'll be easy for him to have a conversation about the things that you want to have a conversation about, but it's hard because he's an Xbox world. But what I've noticed what a lot of women do is that like they don't try to transition him out of there. They just like yank him out and put him in that new box. And look, ladies, men don't like that. <laughs> it's like traumatic it's like literally a child yeah. is like sleeping and then you literally just pull that child and and throw them on the toilet and then pull that child and then put them on, on the chair to eat and then you pull that child and it's like yeah nobody wants to be pulled hey you're gonna wake up that child hey honey wake up yeah. it's time to go to the bathroom oh it's time to go to the bathroom now as the child's getting up waking up from the bed they're yeah. thinking about the process of going to the bathroom yeah so now when they go whatever they need to do in the bathroom 
can be done as smooth as possible exactly and you know what it's it may sound silly because you know we're saying child and children and stuff like that but like yeah men yeah it's the brain of a man is this it is a child that has grown it is a child that knows more stuff but overall it thinks like a baby <laughs> okay. oh, no, but it's the truth the way you just explained it the way you just explained it that like hey announcement it's time for this oh okay consciousness comes in time for me to start doing the thing now starts thinking in his head how am i going to do the thing because with women you could just start throwing stuff at us yeah i don't even know what happens we grow like 12 tentacles and we're like yep we can do it we can do it we can do it like a woman can handle a lot of Uh, things yeah but that's exactly how a man thinks it's literally in compart it's in parts it's literally information has come in that a new thing needs to be done acknowledgement of that moving into the next box in the box of where that thing should be done and then it's like what am i trying to do right it's it's a process it's literally just like it's like a a computer right it goes through like one by one by one y'all don't have to deal with that issue (laughs) like i think it it slows us down that's why we have difficulty keeping up with y'all because it's like y'all jumping boxes we're like well, we're, 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 women kind of think like it's like a spaghetti right everything's connected yeah, it's a supercomputer Dude, if, if i choose awesome. my outfit my outfit's connected with my emotions yeah, in yeah. that day it's a supercomputer it's awesome and <laughs> i think the way you guys think i think it's amazing i just i just don't appreciate it when we get judged by how we don't think the same way so that's why i say guys please study your partner because you'd be you'd realize you you think very differently from each other and, and more grace is allowed because of that I think you're at an advantage when you understand how the other person operates. Yeah. When you know, hey, man, don't don't get mad at your man. Just give him a bit of time and and remind him one more time. That might that one more time might be the thing that, hey, it it gets him out of his box. Yeah, I appreciate that. I seen that the other day when you when you clean up the hole upstairs. Yo. I, I, I saw that. I was like, okay, he remembered. But, yeah. you know, that's uh, almost a, a full year of me saying what I had to say. Uh, and, it's, and and there were times where it yeah. was hard, but I, I was definitely impressed. The other day, I just went upstairs. I didn't have to say anything to you, but it was just understanding like, hey, this is a lifelong journey. So I need to have some lifelong patience with some lifelong grace. So let your grace just flow like an ocean. Let, let, you know what? Perhaps, unfortunately, with people, it mm-hmm. may not be the same. Mm-hmm. Maybe with friends, it may not be the same. But mm-hmm. the person that you chose to make an oath to, mm-hmm. it should be so. Because you got to be with that person for the rest of your life. That's uh, a long time, man. That's a really long time. And you, you want it to be pleasant. Yeah, you want it you to be do. pleasant. Like, <laughs> bro, I got to look at you every day, whether I like it or not. You want it to be as pleasant as possible. Yeah. And there are some times where, you know, sometimes you're, you're giving some grace and you don't feel like it's fair. Mm-hmm. But you know what? This is where you got to step into gratitude. Yeah. And this is the part, yeah. especially as well, you got to acknowledge what your partner's doing too. Because you can't sit up here and act like you're God's gift and, mm-hmm. you know, you do so much and your partner's not doing anything. 
Well, you you have a poor judgment because you chose a terrible partner then. No, come on. Let's be real. You chose this person for a reason. You go to sometimes you have to remind yourself, hey, I know that he does this. I know that he does that. I understand that I'm frustrated right now in this moment, but tomorrow is going to be better. It's important that you connect yourself. You yoke yourself to someone that is willing to change that just already has that in them in general before you met them that this is somebody that likes to change and grow Mm -hmm. now it's a problem when you're with somebody who doesn't want to change who doesn't want to grow because with us being together i had to change a lot you had to change a lot like my goodness i look at pictures and then i look at myself today and i'm like who is this we are not the same people we were a year ago no longer the same people even the way how we fight yep is so much more different Mm -hmm. i'd say it's much more i would say it's a bit more diplomatic it's it's getting better we have our moments like any other couple would but it's just it might might sound a bit strange but we're getting better at fighting yeah Uh, yeah disagreement are easier disagreements are much more easier and sometimes when it's just too much it's like for us it's our unknown language we understand that hey i need space you need space we just understand pause is needed there's there there there's there's like a rule that we kind of have you know feel free to make up your own but it's like we always go to bed together and it doesn't matter how pissed you are like cuddling is dude that that's not optional it's not that's not optional i don't even care if you have your back toward towards me you gotta flip your leg on me somehow and some form of contact while we're sleeping like that that's mandatory (laughs) and i i think uh i think that's one of the great ways you you could do i know we're only a two-month-old couple here a two-month-old married couple here but i think that this us establishing something like this is a great thing that's going to keep us married for a longer time for a long long time the rest of our life hopefully uh because it's like Hey man, rough patches are expected. You you know you're gonna go through a hard time. You know you're gonna have a fight with your person, with your significant other. You don't want to. That's not what you expect, but they're bound to happen because you you get into a disagreement and you don't always see eye to eye. But it's the fact that like despite you having these disagreements, you should still have like rules that are like, hey, no matter how pissed off I am at you. No matter how bad I want to strangle you at night during your sleep, instead, I come into bed and I cuddle you. Like, having these things that, like, I show affection to you despite me not wanting to, especially if I'm not in the mood, but you're slowly going to realize that it's those moments where you choose to give that person affection, even though you don't want to, you realize that the reason why you're angry doesn't matter. It's not even worth it. It's not worth you being angry at a person that when you do really love and often the case, that's why you're angry. It's because you do care. You just, that's why you're having an argument. You can't see eye to eye. (laughs) Right. So you care. It's just, you don't, you can't make the person understand how you care and why you care it's just communication is just all fuzzy there but it's just understanding that like hey look communication may be rough right now but that's not it's not always like that 
and that this person's not here because you you can talk good is because you can you feel good with that person you're you trust that person you're comfortable with that person and you know that when shit really goes down that person has your back because i know for a fact we can be fighting all day we can be fighting all week if something goes down that requires our full attention that that, that requires us to make sure that we have to come out of this okay on the other end of this issue we're putting everything on the side because this is not oh i married this person because i think they're good looking or i married this person because they have a certain amount of money in their bank account i married this person because this is my family you're my family bro yeah 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 so it's like i'm willing to i mean it's 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 deeper than it's deeper than that it's it's a friendship it's it's an oath that we made like i don't care how upset i am with you and it might sound silly to some people but i'll still make you food i still made you the food I didn't make it sloppy. I didn't make it nasty. I even made my presentation nicer. I don't even know what came into me, but it's just like, it's not even worth it. When when you, you know, I, I really like the way how you said that. Like, I think it's important to have some certain um, constraints, like yeah. irregardless of how I feel, I will always do X, Y, and Z, like the duties. Yeah, exactly. The duties. Yeah. It's not all of a sudden because you're upset, you're going to leave the house and you're not going to tell me that you're leaving. Even if I'm upset with you, like I'll shoot you a text like with a little bit of attitude, which isn't quite pleasant, but but I still let let you know. know. Because God forbid if something should happen to me when I'm out there, the reason why we were fighting it flies right out the the reason why we were fighting doesn't even matter anymore it's irrelevant because something of much greater importance has showed up and then you you realize that like huh when you really think about it us arguing with each other doesn't top us being in trouble together stop arguing (laughs) like because it it like you guys arguing like when when you're in trouble together like yo we're in we're in doo-doo together we need to get out of here we're we're in bad shape we're in a bad shape doesn't matter maybe it's financially maybe it's physically literally you you just got into a car accident maybe i don't know right but and then you you realize that like okay well i know i can rely on you to get whatever it is we have to do done for us to get out of here so what do we gotta do and we just do it we move we get it done and we're out of that situation it just it, but but not even before that situation a few hours ago you were fighting you were arguing you were not happy with the fact that you couldn't relate something to another person right but then you just went through a really tough patch but you toughed it out together we're Man, supposed to have each other's that back. Fight, that fight you just had looked it's, so irrelevant. It was like we were fighting about over what? what? Even over you're what? even a little bit embarrassed. Like yes. I, I spent energy on which she should be, and and so it makes you realize that like not like you should be like feel bad, but it's just like it's when you fight. It's when you realize that like you're you're always 
you're, you're fighting and you're going to a point of potential no return right like yo you gotta be mindful of what you say especially i can say that to women because i think we just have a phd in knowing how to destroy and i think a good reminder yeah and i think yeah and i think a good reminder for that is like hey guys remember the why you're with that person before because oftentimes we know what we're about to say is about to end it yeah 100 percent. we know a hundred percent. You you know you know what you're gonna say you is gonna cut you're... the person. That's why you want to say. say it. That's why you want to say it. You know it's gonna hurt. That's why you want to say it. But you know better. It's like yo, you know why you're with that person. You know why you chose that person in the first place. So I think it's that that idea, right? Of like yo, you should take a before you you lash out and you say the th- the the end all be all. You'll go take a walk. Go for a walk. Oh, dude, I I, I wrote. I, I have a book, and I just I I cuss in the book. Yeah. I do not call a girlfriend. Absolutely not. Yeah. I don't get nobody else involved. Yeah. If anybody is going to be involved, it's going to be God because the answer lies in between you, you and me. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, there are some situations where it really does get out of hand. Yeah, for sure. And you have to see a therapist. Uh, agreed. Agreed. It, it, and it's, and. Honestly, in those moments, it's like try your best to see a therapist, but also, 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 I always think that if you're at the point of you need to now see a therapist to help you out, one of you is self-sabotaging. That's what I think. One of you is self-sabotaging. You know, I think it's, it's very important to accept that you and your partner will not always see eye to eye because you know there are some people that go into a relationship thinking that me and my partner are going to agree on everything and when they don't agree on one thing that's the end all be all for people who are you know living in this sort of kind of like fantasy land of what a relationship is you know because what we've seen on tv Growing up on Disney, yeah, guys, you know, it's not like that for real, am. yo. That's not real life. That's not real. Life. So it's just like all of a sudden because you and your partner don't agree on something, y'all should just it's done. Yeah, it's finished. Yeah, I think that's ridiculous. That's completely oh. The Bible Ooh. calls this so uh, moral immaturity. It's a moral failure. There you go. Moral failure. The Bible calls it moral failure. Because you what? Honey, go and sleep. What? Just just go to bed and wake up and try it again. And ask yourself, is this disagreement worth your entire marriage? Dude. The fact that you guys have different work schedules, figure it out. Your marriage should come before that. Your schedule shouldn't be so jam-packed that it affects your marriage yeah yeah because i'm telling you at the end of the day yes of course you need money and all those things but enjoy life as well to enjoy your marriage as well too and you know what when you're 80 years old and you retire, it's going to be nice that you still have your marriage. Yeah. Marriage, it, it's still a job as well. It's something that you have to invest in. Yeah. 
It's so when you, you have, have kids, you got to invest yeah, in your kids. That's right, that's when right. you have your job, you have to invest in your job. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, everybody over here wants to get married, but nobody's willing to make the a will a necessary sacrifices. Mm-hmm. People don't understand the sacrifices that it takes to be married. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, girl, can you come and do this and that? You know what? I'll text you in a minute. I got to confirm with my husband. And so, and oh, people don't and he's been controlling. And right. no, people don't realize that. Hey, man, like letting your significant other know about the things that you do throughout your day. Yeah, because guess what, man? Like, it's not easy to keep a marriage together, right? And if you look at the stats alone for just North America, marriage nowadays aren't staying together for long no so it's it's already not hard in the society that honestly it doesn't make it easy because everybody wants to be single and f boys so getting married at one point it's going to be a very difficult thing and it's going to be a rare thing for people <laughs> delicacy to, yeah for like, no way you're married are you serious are so you what, what, what's serious? the pictures? I need pictures. I where's, need proof. where's your marriage I certificate? I need marriage certificate. I need government IDs and documents. It sounds ridiculous, but it we're actually crazy, heading towards that. There. People are getting married to themselves. You made an oath to who? To yourself? Okay, Dude, sure. People are getting married to freaking cars, boats, oh. plushies and puppets and, <laughs> and socks and rings. I'm... Dude... Go ahead and Google the crazy things that people are getting married to. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't make any sense anymore. Okay. So. Marriage. <laughs> <laughs> I think quite soon enough, it's going to be an odd and rare thing. And with that said, it's not, it's, it's hard to keep one together. It's very so you need to make time for one. You need to put some effort into one. You need to invest your time into one because yo man, nowadays breaking and breaking a marriage is so darn easy. It's so easy to break a marriage, man. People because back yo, then it was harder to break a marriage. Yeah. It was much more harder, and we're not talking about abusive marriages and all those things. We're just talking about a one-two disagreement, and you guys don't see things eye to eye nowadays because of that. People are willing to just separate then and we get an end all be all it's like no we couldn't see eye to eye it's like you're both 30 years old and you just bought yourself a house it's like guys you gotta figure some stuff out like like you're not gonna have the answers to everything just because you're with your partner and you and you hope that your partner has all the answers it's like no some things are you gotta figure out like, i don't have the answers for you shit gotta go figure it out I think it's crazy, right? Like just that attitude of like, let's say, you know, it's it's the husband, right? He's talking to his wife, right? Um, he's getting bothered that, you know, she wants to take an extra year for her college program instead of just jumping into her work field because, you know, they need to work to pay off. He needs some help to pay off the house bills, right? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, that seems to be a quite a fine. Oh, by the way, the biggest cause of uh, divorces in North America is finance. That's why I use that example. People finance, number one. People get all the time. Anyways, 
So you're in that situation. It's like, yeah, it's that's a tough financial situation because it's like he's working his butt off, but he still needs help to pay off the house. And then she's in her college. But it, the worst the thing for her is like, well, if I go that extra year when she does leave and she goes into her career, then she'll have more money because she wanted she got in herself a higher degree. So it's like that. But, the, but this is another thing, too. Y'all have to be strategic because you... And- I think that's the part. Sorry. Go ahead, my but love. I think that's the part that that's where people just cut the rope, right? At the, I'm having financial trouble. I need this from her. She won't do it. I need this from him, but he won't do it. We can't see eye to eye. This is not working out. I'm done. Y'all need a compromise. You may have to exactly. downgrade. Exactly. You may have to downgrade you to your house and have yeah. a reasonable. And you know you what? You may have to change your lifestyle. If you want to both do what you want to do, something else needs to go. You have to compromise. And at one point for the man, and it might actually be easier because you know what? Now you're paying less rent. And now he doesn't need to work as much. And now, now you can, can be, be at home more often. And so have peace can... of mind. What people will pay for peace of mind? Uh-huh. And you know what's funny? People think that peace of mind is bought, but no, peace of mind is when you sell more stuff. I'm not saying like, oh, I don't own anything, but it's like the less stuff you own, yeah, it does bring you a certain amount of peace of mind. Because you, you don't, it's, it's a bunch of stuff you don't worry about anymore. Weirdly enough, like, because it's like, because of all those stuff you own, that's why you had your financial issues in the first place, right? If you didn't buy that five-bedroom house with the four bathrooms... that And you, you have no kids. And you have no kids. You're just the two by yourself and maybe your sister. Then you can sell that house and just move it into a three-bedroom apartment and rent and tell your sister well people don't want to downgrade because they deserve the best and they deserve everything and all these things but it's just like but is that worth your marriage right because i think that's this is the idea that's been changed marriage has been brought down to such a low it's marriage not is not important anymore. It's not what important. Are you talking? Your it's career so is more important than marriage nowadays. Way more. Oh, your career is much more important than keeping your family yeah. together. Literally, yeah. Which is insane. Your career is more important than keeping your marriage, your family together. That is insane. That's it's insane. super narcissistic. Crazy narcissistic. Crazy narcissistic. I would quit my job for my family if I had to and go find myself a different job. Now, right now, you saying that, you sound like a crazy person. Agreed. I have quit Agreed. my job for my kids. You have quit your job for your kids. That's a fact. And looking for something else with that time. Within a certain period of time frame, because I needed to stay at home for a bit and figure out mm-hmm. what was going on. Once that was established, I had to find a job with a different set of hours and all those things. But that's the thing, right? With a lot of people, they, they see that as a privilege or as a luxury. But to be quite frank, when you do have a partner, you have somebody that you can struggle with. Yeah. You have somebody that you can build with. Yeah. So at this point now, it, it's for you guys to work together to build on what you guys want. Exactly. Right. So it's important and, and it does suck. But at the end of the day, 
when you look at those sacrifices, they were well worth it. Yeah, they were well worth it. And it's it's that part, right, that people really get stuck on that that not willing to compromise. The I don't want to f- let go of a piece of my dream for the betterment of my marriage. But that's the question. Is it your dream or is it something that like cuz if it's your dream, genuinely speaking, you I believe if you chose a great spouse, you know, they're going to help you to accomplish your dream. Mm-hmm. As you're doing for me personally. Yep. But there are some certain things that sometimes I, there, there's some things that I just need to let go of because it's not beneficial for the both of us. Yeah. yeah. So now when you move, it's like, well, how is this going to affect you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How could this affect the family? How could this affect the kids? Mm-hmm. You have to be very selfless when you're married. Yeah. It's not a selfish thing. It, no. You can't be selfish and be married. No. It's not going to last long. No, man. You can't be. You like, can, you can Somehow you can manage to get married, but it won't last. No, man. It really won't. You can't be a selfish person. And that's honestly... That's 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 the generation we're in, man. That's the type of people who are. That's why marriages don't last long. We're in a we're in a me 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 yeah. me generation. I mean, me 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 Dude, man, just being in a generation like that, also being like younger adults with kids, it's just like, it just goes to show us how like really different we are from people our age, right? Because like, it's like, and it's funny too, because a lot of the values that we have are similar to the one that a lot of older folks have, right? But the values that we have do not match the ones of the younger folks. Not at all. Because it's like we we don't do what they do and it's weird because we're young too so it's like yeah what's wrong with y'all but it's like no 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 we're just not we no <laughs> we just don't do that we have definitely seen some values in what we would say the silent generation yeah. like we, it's like okay you know what i'm not a big fan of you guys not talking about stuff because you, you it's important for you to talk about it yeah, yeah. but the values in in regards to marriage mm. i honor these i honor them because this is the generation that's still married the grand majority of them baby boomers they're still married and it's yo. gen x it's millennials yeah. it's gen z like it's 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 getting it's getting messier and messier as the generations baby digress. boomers are still married because yeah. the generation they came from was just after world war ii so they're like fam our parents raised us with a war can come at any moment let stuff go <laughs> let it go and because of that when they get when they get married honestly they yeah they get into a fight they get into a skerfuffle but at one point they just be like whatever it is what it is is. you know what let's let's look at the greater good yeah 
Because, dude, let's look at this fight and then look at our marriage and let's see is this fight worth our marriage, uh, the disintegration of the marriage. Exactly, yeah. Because for me, it's always like thinking it in this perspective was like, okay, baby boomers, right? What is that, like 1948, right? In that era. But it's, but you, you have to understand who the baby boomers were being raised by, right? They, they were being raised by people who just came out of a world war, right? Soldiers and women who were working in manufacturing places who were working hard. They were, dude, they were being raised by some really tough freaking people. Some hard ass people. Oh, what's this? Oh, there you go. Baby boomers, 1946 to 1964. So a year after the World War, World War II. Boom. Baby boomers are here. Right? That's, that's, a, that's, and that's a lot of people, by the way. But a lot of those baby boomers are being raised by a bunch of people who've experienced war. Actual war. Right? Not we're this. living in such a peaceful time. Ah, oh, ridiculously peaceful. It's ridiculous. Dude, we're, we're in such a peaceful time, man. People are finding stuff to, to, to complain about to each other. It's ridiculous. Yo, I just watched this movie, and that was pretty much the, the main premise of the of the main evil guy. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, America doesn't have an enemy right now. That's why we keep doing this, this silly stuff. So if I make Russia our enemy again... Now America will be united like it was before because now we have an enemy. So now we won't be doing any internal fighting, right? Huh. And I'm like, yeah, makes sense. The enemy of my enemy is, is my, my friend. friend. Right? It's like, well, I don't like Russia. Russia did all of this to my countrymen. I was like, well, well, I live in America too, and and those are my countrymen, so I don't like Russia too. I'm just like you. And I was like, oh well, we well a minute ago we both didn't see eye to eye, but now we do because now we have the common enemy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's so such a silly thing. But that's how human beings tend to operate. Like for example, like family yeah. members who are not talking to each other at all, it's either death or the birth of something. That brings the family of <laughs> <Something>. someone. <laughs> what could that be? <laughs> the birth of something. Oh no! <laughs> it gives birth. It's like some sort of weird alien like, tentacle like, thing. Is that what you're thinking? Me too. <laughs> what color is it? I was thinking purple. Yeah. <laughs> it just comes out of there. And it's like, like uh, I was thinking also, like it's like, like. Like a gooey black too. It's a nasty looking thing. Anyways, creatures. Uh, so yeah, baby. <laughs> that's what that's comes what out of the mother's, you know, hoo ha. And she's like, "Is this thing gonna eat me or not?" And it goes, "Mama." And she's like, "Like." But it, it says "Mama" from like the most awkward mouth you would ever mama. think. It's like in the corner. <laughs> Ew! It, it's not even like staring at oh you. Oh my god. The mouth is on the side of its body, but the eyeballs on the f- are on the front of its face, and it says like mama, oh. like in a weird, creepy. <laughs> Why? Why are you like this, <laughs> mama? And then it wiggles its tentacles around and stuff like that, and it it tries to like caress your face and stuff. I fucking kick it. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm I'm not surprised the doctor hasn't freaking stabbed it or hit it or something. No, the, the doctor ran. Oh yeah, he booked it. Doctor's gone. It's he saw you that. He's and, like, your, oh, and your beautiful what? baby, dude, man, that doctor, man, he's gonna go home. He's gonna go to his bed, and that's the question he's gonna ask himself: What the heck did that lady sleep with? <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be like, What did that lady sleep with? What the heck did that lady sleep? There's no darn way a human being borns one of those. Yeah, oh man. Well, nowadays, everybody's just sleeping with anything, so. Well, hey, dude, we're imitating she, she how to got do a dogs. Hold of, no, 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 it was an experiment in Area 51 that, that went wrong. Oh, she ran away. <laughs> she ran away. Yeah, and she, she gave birth elsewhere, and then she realized that that was her baby, and she loves it and treats it very kindly. It's called Antony. And it ends up saving humanity. Yeah, his name's Anthony. <laughs> he destroys all technology. And the he's blob. like, you human beings need to talk to each other. <laughs> Smash this. <laughs> That'd be amazing. It just destroys all technology. Dude, do you know how bad the world would go to complete doo-doo if that were to happen? Like, oh, if, my God. Oh, no, 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 no. We, we, we can't, oh, we can't dude, afford we'll it. Go, we'll fall to the Stone Age or something. No, 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 no. Yeah, we can't We, we know. We, we do need some tech. It'd be a hilarious. A little bit less tech would be nice. It's just very sad, you know, it's that, that common conversation that's always being had, right? The whole, we're all sitting at the dinner table, but everybody's on their phone. It's like, be present with the people that are with you. At the very least. At least take out your phone and show me your video too, Omuela, so we can chuckle together. If you're gonna just, yeah. Oh but it, it's the fact that you can be with somebody and actually not be with them. Yeah. And like with this whole Facebook metaverse, it's training people's mm. minds to just naturally do we that. We are going to go in a realm where being in people's brains and and being and not in the reality where you touch things for real is where where you want to be. Dude, we we would want to be there cuz you know what? I think it's cuz people are going to have more fun and genuine reactions. Uh over there in the metaverse than they're going to have in real life. Oh, some people, people are, I think people are going to be more themselves and they're not going to be fake, you know, fearing less more of the consequences exactly, and things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah I, so, yeah. yeah. I get what you're saying. And they're going to be more comfortable. And because they're going to be more comfortable, they're going to be more themselves, more genuine, more real. And people are going to be like feeling like, wow, the metaverse is so real because I keep meeting humans here. I keep contacting. I don't feel that way when I'm on Facebook. I don't feel that way when I'm on Instagram or Twitter or all these other social media platforms. Like, this is different. Like, I feel like I'm really there, like with other humans, even though he looks like a monster or this one looks like a skeleton or this one looks like a flying robot, right? And I think that's why people are going to really stick to metaverse, man. It's, yeah, it's, for sure. It's because humans are going to act more genuinely online than they're going to do in real life and it's going to make more people want to go remember that movie ready player one i passed out oh yeah that's true we should actually finish watching it it's actually a good one to be fair yeah no go on yeah no that's all i wanted to say though But anyway, guys, it's been fun. It's been a good time. We had a great conversation together. This is the Unknown True Seeker podcast. We are trying to release an episode every Sunday. We'll try our best. 
and uh, we're just starting now i hope you enjoy it if you do enjoy it you know do the things like a like and a subscribe and a follow and a thing like that and things are in the description and you can read and whatnot and you know internet stuff have a great and wonderful week just love read your bible yeah, man. Love and just bible. just chill give yourself just five minutes of alone time you deserve it yeah Peace. Bye.